We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Follow along as Curtis and Dave draft the first 10 rounds of a Best Ball Mania 4 squad. It got crazy from the top on Rotoviz Radio. What's up, Rotoviz? Welcome into the Rotoviz Fantasy Football Podcast. This is episode 299 of Dave Caven and Curtis Patrick's podcast marriage. Uh, here on Road of His Radio. It's hard to believe we've been doing it this long, Dave. we got a big giveaway going on for next week. We're going to draft an FFPC Fantasy Pros Championship team with a listener. You can check out the Road of His Twitter or my Twitter. That's at Road of His on, I guess, X or Twitter, whatever we're calling it these <laughs> yeah, days. That's right. That's uh, right. Or at Road of His uh, on X slash Twitter. For details, all you have to do is listen to our podcast, give it a five-star review, and then post a picture of your five-star review in response to the thread. You'll be entered into a drawing. We're gonna pick. Uh, we're gonna pick a listener, and we're gonna draft the team. You're not gonna pay a dime. This is a three hundred and fifty dollars entry. You're not gonna pay a dime. You're gonna draft with Dave and I. Manage a team with us all year all year long. It's gonna be awesome. We're gonna win a million dollars together. It's gonna be really fun. Um, so that'll be for our three hundredth show celebration, Dave. For this show. We're drafting a Best Ball Mania 4 squad on Underdog Fantasy. Use promo code ROTOVIZ when you sign up at Underdog Fantasy to get a match from us up to $100 on your first deposit. Dave, we drew the 102. We, we originally actually started uh, one draft, and you drew the 112. Oh, we crap. Said, Speaking of that, which, we're not, I got to pay holding. attention to that team. Yeah, you better pay attention. But we're, we're, we, we didn't want to do a 112 draft. Uh, we've already done some bookend drafts on the show. So I entered instead of Dave entering, and I got the one-two. And not only did I get the one-two, Dave, the one-zero-one selected Patrick Mahomes. So we got JJ, we got Justin Jefferson one-zero-two share, and we're going to be on the clock in twenty-three seconds here, my friend. So we've got Justin Jefferson in hand, and we've got Jonathan Taylor, Derek Henry, T. Higgins, Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen, you know, the, and the normal cast of characters. Derek Derek Henry goes. So we've got Jonathan Taylor, T. Higgins, Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen. Mark Andrews, do you have, I'll, I picked a JJ. You want to pick this one? And then we'll talk a little bit of strategy for the first 10 rounds. Mm. Here. It's actually kind of a tough spot here. I'm going to say we go Hertz. Okay. Dave wants 
Hurts. All right. Never going to get an argument for me on Jalen Hurts. Um, okay, so we're going to start this team with Justin Jefferson and Jalen Hurts. We're going to draft the first 10 rounds in the pod here, and then we'll share how the, the squad rounds out You know, in the final rounds here. Uh, on Twitter, maybe I'll put a breakdown of the draft in the road of his premium email. But Dave, you know, starting starting a draft with Justin Jefferson and Jalen Hurts, now we're already thinking you know, we've got potentially two of the top players at their respective positions. We have a lot of roster flexibility moving forward. Uh, we have the ability to go naked Hurts. We could stack Dallas Goddard. We could stack DeAndre Swift. Uh, we could even, dare I say, stack Rashad Penny. Um, you know, just for those, you know, few crazy rushing games. We got another pick here to make. We got T. Higgins, Mark. Let's want to go Mark Andrews. Let's get three number one players at their positions. Let's do it. That's a fun start. All right. Yeah. So we we start from the 102, Jalen Hurts, Justin Jefferson, Mark Andrews, and not in, exactly in that order. And now we've got some time to breathe here, Dave. So talk to me about how, how you've been attacking the single digit rounds of, of best ball mania over the last week or two, there's been a lot of changes, man. There's been some injuries. Um, you know, we're still dealing with some of the running back holdouts. Some of them have ended. Have you, has your strategy shifted over the last week or two? So it has shifted and some of that might not be so much because of what we've been seeing with other people doing reacting to some of this running back news, but people might recall that uh, a couple of weeks ago, we explore the possibility of building some teams with, you know, a start where maybe you just went three running backs and you try to rely on some of those running backs. What I've been trying to do now is build some teams that have a strength at wide receiver. And I've been being able to put together certain combinations of maybe the first three or four wide receivers that have been pretty interesting. Of course, with some concerns now about the Cooper cup injury, um, it becomes kind of interesting seeing some shifts where Tyreek Hill is now moving ahead of Cooper Cup in some drafts. But some of the some of the movement that you might have uh, at wide receivers offset by Jonathan Taylor and his situation in Indianapolis and what have you. I've found myself now being able to very often get one of the top wide receivers put Nick Chubb on that team and then still getting two or three really exciting receivers behind that. And I've been able to put together some really nice teams with Nick Chubb as the anchor and a solid group of wide receivers. All right. Um, yeah, I, I think I'm on board with everything you mentioned there. I think the big, really the big switch is I think the Cooper cup injury um, is pretty interesting. There's a, a wide range of opinions on what to do with that. Now he's going to miss a couple of weeks you know, the soft t- tissue injuries are a bit of a problem more so for uh, the older wide receivers. But, you know, what we've done here is we've kind of set ourselves up by taking a QB, a tight end and a wide receiver in the first three rounds. We've got two pretty clear paths to choose from here, Dave. Over the past couple of weeks in the email and on the podcast, I've talked a little bit about anchor wide receiver. It's not a, a big time strategy that we use here at Rotoviz, but I think it is one that's viable when you have one of those top overall top four picks you know we didn't have to do it with hill or cup here we have the opportunity to do it with jefferson so the idea is that within the first five rounds you want to have you know you gotta have a round one wide receiver and within those first five rounds you've also got to get your tight end and your qb1 out of the way when you do that both on ffpc and underdog um, there's great playoff advance rates and overall you know semifinals and finals advance rates as well in particular on underdog, if we look at the last 
um, two seasons. So best ball mania two, best ball mania three. Dave, this construction, if we were to do this and take, you know, eight or nine wide receivers, we've got a 25% playoff advance rate, very strong playoff advance rate. And actually any number of wide receivers that we could take uh, from five on up actually has positive uh, performance over expectations for playoff advance rate. We have over a 2% semifinals advance rate with eight or nine wide receivers and a 0.13% and 0.35% finals advance rates with nine or 10 wide receivers. So the, the thought here would be is that if we wanted to go and stack up a couple of running backs, if they fall to us here at the four eleven and the five, uh, five, two, we can do that as long as we come back and we attack the wide receiver position through volume. That's what the underdog best ball roster construction explorer tells us as our four eleven pick is about to come on the board. We have the option of potentially to do this. If Joe Mixon falls one more slot, if he doesn't, we may just go a different direction and go zero RB. So Dave, Joe Mixon goes at the 410. We're on the clock at 411. We've got Christian Kirk, Brandon Ayuk, Deontay Johnson, uh, Kenneth Walker, and DeAndre Hopkins. Anybody stand out to you here as a, a primary receiver to take here? Dude, I almost want to say Hawkinson, but I guess uh, actually at this point I'd go uh, Ayuk. Yeah, I don't mind it. Let's take Ayuk and then we'll, re- we'll refocus for yep. the 5-2. So we've got a couple seconds here. We've got Justin Jefferson and Brandon Ayuk. If we want to go uh, with the receiver here, I think the options are going to be Christian Kirk and Deontay Johnson. We could also go a little early on JSN. Uh, Sean Siegel recently writing about how Jackson Smith uh, and Jigma might be the hardest uh, draft pick to take in the fifth round, but might be the key you know, to winning it all this year. It's a really great long-form article on the site from about a week and a half ago. I've tweeted it out, and we've talked about it in the pod. We're back on the clock, Dave. Christian Kirk's still there. Deontay Johnson's still there. Um, I don't think that I would have been on board for Hawkinson, but he he went, so that's not a problem. Yeah, I don't think I, I think, actually would have gone for it, but... Yeah, I think we can either go like Aaron Jones as our first uh, running back, or we can go Kirk, Deontay, or JSN. You got a preference? Let's go Jason. I knew you'd say it. I knew you'd say it, you dirty dog. All right, so we got Justin Jefferson, Brandon Ayuk, and Jackson Smith, uh, and Jigba uh, with Jalen Hurts and Mark Andrews. How are you feeling through five here, Dave? I'm actually feeling good about this um, this start. It's an interesting mix of players, uh, and I think that we're well positioned for continuing to build out from here. Uh, in particular, having that strong core of wide receivers. And as you mentioned, uh, with the way that we've constructed the start, we can veer off of it too. If we find a pocket at the other positions that we like and then come back and pound it later. Uh, so I, I think we still have a couple different paths. We can go down. It's a solid core. So um, I, d- I cross checked our work with the underdog best ball roster construction explorer on rotaviz.com. This structure, you know, you can go round by round and enter in what you've done. You know, I, I love to do this during live drafts to figure out our pathways. Ryan McDowell and I actually did this with a FFPC version of this tool on our pros versus Joe's draft last weekend. Dave and I are now doing it on the underdog side of things. So I've got it plugged in here, Dave, in the tool. We took our wide receiver one in round one. And then I've got over the last two years, we're querying rosters that took their tight end one before round five their QB one before round five, and then their RB one after round five, which is going to be the case. We haven't decided what round we're going to take it in yet. Might be round six, might be later. But it actually, every configuration 
that started like this. And we've got 4,233 teams that, that drafted this particular way over the last two years, 25.8% playoff advance rate. So this wow. is a structure that has worked over the last two years, actually worked really well. Um, if I'm looking at it, it looks like the sweet spot would be to take five, six, or seven running backs. We don't want to go too skinny here, which makes sense because you know we did wait a bit. We don't want to get cute and only take four running backs. And we don't want to go crazy and take eight. If we do that, we just get the 21% playoff advance rate, which is still above expectation. But we've got 25, 26, and 27% playoff advance rates in the best ball mania tournament at five, six, or seven running backs here. So, I, yeah, I'm pretty excited. As we look forward to the 6-11 and the 7-2, looking at the, the running backs that might be available, you know, we might get a sliding J.K. Dobbins. We might get Cam Akers, uh, Damian Pierce, and what should be a, a run-heavy uh, Houston attack, you know, a little bit early if we're going to pull the trigger, uh, but just to get the guys, you've got like James Conner, David Montgomery, Javante Williams, who now looks pretty healthy. Yep. You know, those are the types of backs that are going to be available to us if we want to double tap. We're also going to have, I think, one last chance at uh, some high-end wide receivers here. If we wanted to go one-and-one, one, we could get a share you know, of a sliding Mike Evans. We could get a Michael Pittman. We could get a Gabe Davis to have access to the Buffalo offense. So, you know... Good options here coming up. I'm kind of hoping that we get Cam Akers to slide down. That would feel pretty good. We talked about him as a potentially sneaky hero RB pick uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, do you like the running back, running back pairing here, or do you want to go one and one? I think it's going to depend on what remains there uh, at wide receiver or if Akers <laughs> is there, but I kind of do like the idea of grabbing the two running backs here, get a little bit more flexibility in our upcoming picks. And I also think that my preference would be to stick with five running backs. So it'd be good to get two of them in here. Yeah. Uh, and I think, yeah, we'll, we'll have, we'll have to evaluate as the draft yeah. goes. If we only get one here, I think we're going to have to go six or seven. Right. Right. But if like, if like, for example, if we could get Dobbins and acres, right. You know, all of a sudden I'm feeling different right you now. Okay, it looks like we're going to get Dobbins or Akers. How do you order them in case they're both available? I do order Dobbins ahead of Akers. Um, even with him holding out right now, even, slash injured. even with the holdout slash injured right now, I feel like you probably disagree. Um, I have talked though. I feel like, and I've mentioned this on the pod already, available, baby. Every, I'm fine. Let's, let's, okay, let's, let's take Dobbins. Let's, yep. let's take Dobbins. Um, the drafter after us does have a one, two, one, one construction. Yep. So maybe he double taps wide receiver. Let's take the chance that acres makes it back to us. Sure. Maybe this guy's going to take like Dotson and Pickens here. He takes Acres. Okay. The first pick. He's got a one three one one. I don't know about all that business. Mm-hmm. So if we go running back, we've got Montgomery, DeAndre Swift, James Connor, Javante Williams, and I'm almost thinking like you know, we want to go early on a little early on Javante Williams. Um, he takes Kadarius Tony. Wow, seven one. You don't see that much these days. So um, I would be. Yeah. Uh, um, I forget which back did you say? Oh, Williams. I Josh also think Williams. Montgomery is actually a fairly interesting player that we haven't talked too much about. But I would let you pick between the two of them. 
between Javante and, and Montgomery. Yep. I'm taking Javante. Okay. And I had a feeling that you would. Yeah. So, so now we're at a one, two, three, one construction. Jalen Hurts, J.K. Dobbins, Javante Williams at running back. I like that for waiting around six and seven. That's darn good, man. We got <laughs> J.K. Dobbins eight. You know, we, we did take him eight picks after uh, ADP. And then, you know, uh, we got rid of all that equity by taking Javante Williams about around ahead of ADP. Um, so, it, you know, it all kind of evens out. Though I do expect his ADP to spike now that um, he's been a full participant in multiple practices at this point. At wide receiver, we've got Justin Jefferson, Brandon Ayuk, Jackson Smith, uh, Najigba, and then Mark Andrews at tight end. Let's get an update from the underdog best ball roster construction explorer and figure out how we want to attack the next couple of rounds of the draft. You know, I'd like to get potentially wide receivers four and five at the next turn, or, you know, potentially a one and one at running back and receiver. We're just going to have to see what's available. I'm going to go ahead and plug these into the tool. Um, why don't you let us know what you're thinking as we approach rounds eight and nine? Yeah. So the one there is a check-in on my mind that I want to do, which is evaluate where the tight ends are at here. I know we have Andrews, which is a nice little boon to have here. Um, and it looks like the the main tight ends of consequence that's left right now is Evan Ingram. I think in the context of this team, you're going to be comparing him to some of the running backs that might be of uh, the Rashad Penny, AJ Dillon, Antonio Gibson type of level. Uh, as far as wide receivers go, I don't think when things come around, there's any wide receivers that I really prioritize. Um, so I'd probably be more inclined to try to go with uh, the running with a running back here or try to grab Evan Ingram if he's still around as I feel like the value or the addition that we're getting to this team via the wide receiver here is not going to be that different um, than ones that we'd be able to grab later on. And uh, if things do work out with the running backs, we can build more volume in a wide receiver. So that'd be my preferred approach here. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't mind it. Um, I don't love potentially going through around nine with only three wide receivers. We'll have to see. Um, I'm, I'm updating here. I'm going to see what happens if we don't take our wide receiver until after round nine. Yep. Um, oh, we can as long as we were to take seven, eight, or nine wide receivers, I think we're still okay there. Yep. yep. Um, Dave. Yep. There is a running back three down from the top of the queue. I'm not going to say the name and jinx it, yep. but that if, if he's still there, that's who we're taking buddy. I was, yes, that was, that was on my <laughs> mind as well. So, uh, and then I think you had said maybe Evan, you liked the idea of getting the tight end too. I thought, okay, yeah, goes, depending on what happens. Goes, yeah. It was James cook. He goes at eight, eight. I thought he was going to last eight, 11 for us. We get him a little bit after ADP. But, yep. Um, Okay, so Evan Ingram was one of your choices there? I think Evan Ingram would be one of my choices with this pocket that we're in here. The only other thought would be if there was a quarterback that was interesting to do here too with the other pick, given that we do have Justin Jefferson, if we wanted to try to put Kirk Cousins in there, I think we could have that conversation. Either that or are we trying to look for somebody like, yeah. um, you know, maybe later on like a Geno Smith to pair with Hertz? Hmm. Well, we're on the clock here. Um, Ingram is a value. I think I'm fine with that. You know, we've talked a lot about um, being excited about his new contract and the the yep. Jags taking a step forward. So I like having access to that roster. Yep. Um, let's take him. And then with the second pick, you know, I'm still kind of almost thinking, and, and I'm going to update the 
explorer here. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Let's see what happens if we've got tight end two before round 10 and RB3 before round 10. Right. And this is such a useful thing because there's so many different iterations you can go through here. Yeah, we're finding our different paths. Man, Dave, 138 teams took a path of nine wide receivers and doing exactly what we'd be doing if we took a a running back here in round nine. 0.72% of those made the finals. Wow. Um, Huge number. Huge number. 3% made the semis. So I think you're looking at Gibson or Penny. You want Antonio Gibson? I, I think Antonio yeah. Gibson or Penny. I, I think let's take Gibson with already having Hurts yep. in the yep. Eagles let's offense. Let's do it. Yep. All right. So we've got a really odd. This is the first team I've drafted that's come out this way through nine rounds. But we've got a one three three two. Jalen Hurts, J.K. Dobbins, Javante Williams, Antonio Gibson. So we've got three big time, big play running backs. All of them can catch the ball. We'll have to see how much they do. Slightly discounted in the half PPR format anyway. Still just rolling out with Justin Jefferson, Brandon Ayuk, and JSN. And then we've got uh, Mark Andrews and Evan Ingram. So now, Dave, we need to load up our queue with a ton of wide receivers because we know we're going to want to go with it. And this is probably going to be an eight or nine wide receiver squad. Yep. So let's, let's start looking at rounds 10, really through 14. I'm thinking at least three wide receivers in those rounds and maybe a QB2. Yep. So who are some of your wide receiver targets of late in those rounds? Well, we know that Van Jefferson would be on that list, but I'm not sure if he's where he falls in terms of the rounds we're targeting right now. He's going in about the 12th or 13th. The 12th. He has gone up the boards a little bit. Yeah. I think we're I like to think we're partially responsible for that. Oh, of course. But, you know, also we're pricing him out of our, our own range. <laughs> um, in particular for this next round, um, you know, some of the, some of the guys that would be available in this next turn, might be, you know, your Alan Lazard, your Nico Collins, your Juju's, Romeo Dobbs, Zay Jones, Jacoby Myers. That's really kind of the group there. Anybody stand out there? 
Sorry, I was making I was making a pick in the other draft that we had started. So right. I didn't. For, for there me, was no names be, that caught my subconscious's. Uh, it, it might be out of that group. It might be Juju for me. Yeah, uh, he's starting to heat up a little bit um, now that he's participating in camp, and you know, really does look like maybe he's going to be in that Jacoby role. But I would expect him to maybe do a better job in closer sure. to the end zone than than Jacoby did. Um, I mean, we're looking for we're looking for some volume, also looking for some upside. You know, Lazard is the wide receiver two in New York. Maybe that's a pairing sure. of players that would work well as our four and five here. If we look at the other positions, if we wanted to get a QB two, potentially be able to stop at two quarterbacks even. Um, you know, we've still got some values here. We've got Dak Prescott, Kirk Cousins, Cousins obviously being a natural pairing with Jefferson there yeah. on our squad. And we've got um, Daniel Jones and Geno Smith, to your points from earlier, too. So this might be a sweet spot to just get a second quarterback as well. Yeah, I would love to be able to pull off one of the wide receivers that you mentioned and Kirk Cousins. Uh, I do think in some of these builds that you have that are a little bit different uh, in what I have seen securing at least one elite passer and then another competent one does work pretty well as it allows you to beef up a little bit at the other positions later on i think we're going to be good at tight end which is nice and there are a couple of running back options in my mind that would be nice to round out our group of running backs later on and yeah. um I, so i don't think we have to we have to go uh to running back in in these rounds either all right well juju goes there at 10-8 so we're just a couple picks away we're still seeing Alan, Alan Lazard and Zay Jones on the board, probably as the top wide receiver options. Yep. Um, Cousins is still sitting there. Geno Smith is still sitting there. So we could backdoor stack um, one of our three wide receivers there with right. their quarterback, and um, yep. you know, and then obviously get Lazard. So Kirk Cousins is here. Five and me is has a two four one. I two, think four, we two, go one Lazard. Construction. I think we go Lazard for sure. And then know that we're going to get either cousins or yep. Smith, even if this guy's crazy and takes a quarterback. Yep. Okay. Now, wait, was this the draft that started off with Mahomes at the one one? Yes. Yeah. The Mahomes went one one I can't we wait to look at the draft board here and see what yeah. the ramifications, you know, draft wide were of that. Well, this guy just took uh Rasheed rice at 10, 12 to stack with Mahomes. Okay. Okay, we're back on the we're back on the board here. We're, we can take cousins. I take cousins. That worked out. Our, you know, we read the yep. board right there. Yep. Okay, why don't you talk to us a little bit about the board? We are now eleven picks in with Hertz and Cousins at quarterback, Dobbins, Williams, Gibson at running back, Jefferson, Ayuk, JSN, and Lazard at wide receiver, and Andrews and Ingram at tight end. Sure. So, do you mean in terms of players that have gone or players that are available? Just any surprises from this board, um, and then we'll talk about our targets for the next couple. Of so rounds. I actually can't see the board, Curtis. If you could click on the, oh yeah, that's right. I'm driving. <laughs> this is interesting radio. It's all right. Um, yeah, click the little grid thing. Okay, there you go. Can you see it? Uh, yeah, I can. Um, so I think that it's a little hard to read here. So this is making for great radio. Uh, I'll run you down, man. So, so Mahomes went at one Oh one. Then that, that guy didn't actually stack up uh, the chiefs until Isaiah Pacheco in round eight. Yep. And then he took Rasheed rice in round 10. So, I mean, just kind of interesting. Um, like, no, I keep also took Tony, I guess in round seven. I mean, I think that team's dead in the water. 
Um, yep. If I'm looking at our squad and then looking at some of those after us, we've got Royal Fan at, at number three here. Jamar Chase, Derek Henry, T. Higgins, Joe Mixon, Joe Burrow. So he pulls off a four-player Bengals stack in the first five rounds. Nice job uh, by him to be able to do that. Definitely all in on that roster. He's got some nice pieces in there. He's got Darren Waller. Um, after Henry and Mixon, he comes back with Kamara and Herbert. It's not a bad roster. I, I, I like that roster. Um, even if it, you know, may, maybe the four-player Bengals stack, a little bit rich for my blood, but uh, it's good execution. The 104 has McCaffrey and Pollard and Josh Allen. That's a really nice start if you are going to fade wide receiver in the first three rounds as, um, you know, we're not seeing much of that done these days. Two teams Actually, no, that is the only team that did it in this draft. DJ Moore, Gabe Davis, Pickens, Thomas, and Boyd, the receiver. So a little weak there, but attacked it with five wide receivers still before the end of the ninth round. I don't know if I like that team quite as well as the 103. When I look at some of these other squads, oh, I see Drew Dinkmeyer in this. Oh, nice. Dave at the 112. So Dink piece. Let's see what he's done. CD Lamb and uh, Amon Ross St. Brown at the, his one and two. Brees Hall, Amari Cooper, Marquise Brown. So he's got a little bit of a hero RB uh, wide or, uh, construction there through the five rounds. Alexander Madison, Deshaun Watson with the stack with Amari Cooper. And also adds Elijah Moore and David Njoko. So all in on the Browns. Four Browns by round nine uh, for Dink Peace there. Zach Charbonnet, Jared Goff, Michael Gallup, his most recent three picks. Pretty impressive squad there too. Um, we've got a unique construction in this room, one that the RCE tends to like. We've got a lot of our favorite targets here, Dave. Kind of excited to see what the back half of the draft does with this squad. Why don't we stay on air here through picks 12 and 13? Sure. And then we'll come back and and, and run down the rest of the roster uh, rounds uh, 14 through 18, You know, maybe next episode or maybe even just on Twitter. Who are you looking at for rounds 12 and 13 here as I switch back to the other view? Yep. So my mind is thinking that it's interested right now in what looks to be available at running back. So the top names are guys like Algier, uh, Kendra Miller, Roshan Johnson, Devin Singletary, a player that we actually chatted a little bit about in Slack the other day. Uh, wide receivers, Van Jefferson is still there, which I think if he's around, we've talked about him a ton, I would be interested yeah. in going with Van and then either like a Kendra Miller, maybe Roshan Johnson or Devin Singletary. So Van Jefferson goes, you said his name right before our pick. Um, so I think my pick at wide receiver right now would be Adam Thielen um, as wide receiver five. We're getting him in the end of the 12th round. I tweeted out earlier today, you know, he's been Bryce Young's favorite target throughout camp, as would be expected. He's got so much more experience than everybody else there uh, in Carolina. He could be a good bridge player for us until JSN takes over in Seattle as a primary target. So I really like pairing the crusty veteran and Thielen (laughs) on the front half of the season with JSN, picking it up on the back burner there. So we've got five wide receivers now. We know we're going to need eight, Dave, Mm -hmm. on this squad. So we can still look there at the 13-2. We could go KJ Osborne as an additional access to Minnesota now that we have Kirk Cousins. Um, Or we could go uh, Devin Singletary as our RB4. I think those are my two picks here. Do you have a preference? So between Osborne and Singletary, 
Um, hmm. Well, I, I lean Singletary. I do too. Um, since we waited on running back. Yep. Yep. I do too. Okay. Okay. So let's let's we wrap this episode up. You know, we're we're 13 rounds into this best ball mania four draft. Again, you know, you're listening to this, you've got the fever, you haven't signed up for Best Ball Mania 4, you don't even know what it is. It's a best ball tournament where you can win three million dollars. Um, that's what that tournament is. If you're a new listener, uh just tuning in for the first time this summer, three million dollars, twenty-five bucks a pop uh per entry. You can put a hundred dollars into underdog fantasy. Uh, dot com a new account and we'll give you a hundred bucks and match it if you use promo code rotoviz and then we'll also give you a discount on rotoviz.com subscription so you can use you know tools like the roster construction explorer that we're using for this draft you can just use promo code underdog on rotoviz.com save half off your first month uh pretty great deal there you got to stack those options up let me enter this in to the rce and see what our options look like for the last you know, where you're looking at here, uh, five rounds of this draft or so. We've got a two, four, five, two construction. Uh, just give me a second here while I wizard around with this thing, Dave. Uh, I need you to, I need you to stall. Yeah, I can definitely do that. So as a reminder, some of the things that we've done here, we locked up an elite tight end and a solid tight end, elite quarterback and a solid quarterback. And we're able to get the stack of our first pick, Jefferson, with Kirk Cousins. So we've done a couple things in there uh, that gave us the ability to kind of structure in a different way than we might have been accustomed to. Um, so a, a fairly uh, balanced build, if you will, in some respects, Curtis, for us uh, in the first half of this draft. The other thing um, that we're considering to or that we did consider was that KJ Osborne pick to get a little bit more exposure to Minnesota. Uh, but I think that yeah. part of the reason we went with Singletary there was it just made more sense for the team overall. So of course, stacking is always interesting, but you do need to have the base of your team in place uh, in order for it to really add that value later on. Yeah, let's go with, let me just get this running back after round five and tune this up here okay dave so you know there's a couple different ways we can slice this pie in the rce but what i'm seeing is we can lock in if we take eight wide receivers on this squad you know we have five picks left so if we use three of those picks on wide receivers over the past two seasons in best ball mania two and best ball mania three 366 teams would have used a uh, roster construction and roster you know investment or equity on each position similar to what we've done those teams advanced to the playoffs at a rate of 26.8%, which is just through the roof. Um, semifinals advance rate of 3.28%. We're talking, you know, big time stuff here. Um, if we wanted to go with seven or nine teams, we also get good metrics or seven or nine wide receivers. Yep. We also get good metrics there. So we have a little bit of flexibility if we only want to draft two more or if we want to draft four more, uh, but we just don't want to stop at six. The tool tells us, only 12% of teams that stopped at six wide receivers after waiting on their wide receiver two, as did we. Um, actually, on our wide receiver four is how I should cut that. Um, outside of the 10th round with all the other things that we did, only 12% of those teams made the playoffs. So seven, eight, nine are our paths. It's going to be really fun to bring this thing to a close. Um, hopefully, you guys got a little bit of an idea how you can use the RCE to adjust your draft on the fly. And, you know, who knows, Dave, maybe this is a $3 million roster. 
Thank you for listening to the Rotoviz Fantasy Football Show. Send us questions at rvffshow at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at DaveCabinFF and at CPatrickNFL. Leave us a voicemail at 978-615-9214. And make sure to rate, review, and subscribe.